Hello, hi, I'm Erin Vandevin. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here, so let's settle in. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks About Intuition. This is episode seven. So last week, if you heard episode six, I talked about intuition. And what I explained there was a few things about how I think about intuition, what changed my mind to focus on intuition and to realize how important intuition was in my life, and where I lean into instinct and where I don't, and where I make intuition a priority. If you're new here, hello, welcome. I hope if you like this episode that you will rate and review it wherever you are listening. Of course, podcasts are hard to find if you're looking for the right fit, and the way you found this one might not be the way another person finds it, and so I would really appreciate if you would take a small bit of time and put a medium amount of effort into writing a review on your podcast platform of choice. If you haven't listened to episode six yet, I think you could probably pause here and go give it a listen. In that episode, I talk about what led to me recognizing how important intuition is in my life. It's a bit of a primer on what intuition means to me and why it matters so much. I talk about needing space to pause and process all of the stimuli that comes into my life, whether it's from my family, from my work, from my friends and community, from the news. And by tuning into my intuition, I can engage as many senses as possible to ground down and live a more emotionally resilient life. If that sounds good to you, again, take a pause, go listen to episode six, and then come on back to this episode today. I'm going to talk again about intuition a little bit more, and this time I thought I would focus on how I get in touch with my intuition. I really don't talk about that in the last episode, and I was, I'll admit it, listening over my own episode And I realized that there's a lot of us, a lot of us, especially women, who need to rely on instinct, need to be super reactive, we need to show up, we need to do our best, we need to get it done. And the way that we do that is sometimes by relying purely on instinct and previously existing assumptions to help us check things off of our perpetual to-do list. We move in the direction of stimulus, no matter what the stimulus is, and it wears us out. It comes at a cost. You know, it doesn't take very long for me to no longer be able to tell the difference between what's important and what's not. So my instinct can be useful, but it just doesn't last very long. That's because we're human. We're not zombies. But I left out an important fact, and that is how how do you get in touch with your intuition? How do you do that? And how you do that might be different from me. So... If you have a way that you already get in touch with your intuition, I would love it if you would connect with me over on Instagram. I can be found at medium.lady over there and give me a little shout or a DM and let me know how 
you get in touch with your intuition. Today, I'm going to talk about three ways to get in touch with your intuition. I hope they help you. They have definitely helped me over time. And if you're familiar with my content over on Instagram, you'll know that I like to think about living my life with medium effort. Medium effort is finding the sweet spot when it comes to what matters in your life. It's not the control and intensity of high effort, and it's not the undisciplined approach of low effort. However, I do believe that with a little bit of medium effort, you can get the most out of your time and you can get the most out of whatever goals or wellness or self-compassion or improvement or development that you're focused on. So I'm going to talk about three ways to get in touch with your intuition and I'm actually going to divide them into high effort, low effort, and medium effort. Now, I did say high effort is that kind of control freak perfectionist attitude and low effort is that sort of laissez-faire go with the flow come what may attitude however i do think that you can if it matters to you you can make choices about putting high effort into things and you should and i'm sure as this podcast goes on i'll have opportunities to share with you the things that I put high effort into and the things I put low effort into. So let's get started with way number one. The first way to get in touch with your intuition is a high effort way. Now this is a high effort way that I have practiced and tried off and on and that is the practice of meditation. If you disagree with me and you think that in fact meditation is low effort or medium effort, again, I would love to connect with you and talk it out. But I find for someone who is getting in touch with their intuition, for someone who is struggling with over-response to stimulus, that going from over-response to no thought at all or to a disconnection from our thoughts and emotions, which is the ultimate goal of meditation is to really find that disconnect and untether yourself from the value that we put on how we feel. I think that's really hard. It's really hard. It's like going from 60 to zero. It is valuable and it has a place in our lives, but it takes work. It takes effort. You may decide that meditation and the effort that meditation takes, the effort that I'm saying meditation takes, is worth it to you. It's worth it to you to build the practice of sitting still, quieting your mind, and doing that with enough frequency to get the benefits from it. Now, of course, meditation has, you know, short-term outcomes and long-term outcomes just like anything else. I do love guided meditation, and I'm going to talk about an app that I use and love at the end of this episode, but I think it's unfair of us to suggest that meditation is the easy way out of being overreactive and burnt out. I don't think it's an easy way out. I think it takes dedication and patience. It takes a beginner's mindset. It takes a willingness to fail. It takes time and And I am going to list it as a high effort endeavor when it comes to getting in touch with your intuition. Now, how does meditation help you get in touch with your intuition? Again, in episode six, I talked about the way that we connect with intuition is by allowing ourselves to open up to space, is by allowing ourselves a little pause between whatever's happening to us and whatever the next right thing is. And what meditation does is over time, we gain a mastery over our thoughts, we gain a sense of distance from what's going on around us, and we allow our brains a moment of rest. I do think that this is a very valuable thing to do. It is very valuable to disconnect from all of the messages that we are being bombarded with 
or all of the messages that we bombard ourselves with. That is very important. For me, meditation is high effort because it takes time and it takes repetition. And I have shared before that I am not great when it comes to the long game. I set myself up with mini goals every month. I call it my assignment. And what I do there is basically I use the beginning of every month as a clean slate to set goals for fun, goals for reading, and goals for how I'm going to try to spend my free time whenever I have a bit of it. I love scheduling new goals monthly because I'm not great at the long game. And something like meditation really requires perseverance. I can persevere. There was a time I actually did 180 days uninterrupted of meditation every single day. And I used the Headspace app and I had it built into my regular routine and I had ways of getting in the habit if I had forgotten to do it at the usual time of day. And all it took was one sneaky day when I forgot to do it. And that was it. The streak was over. And I think I tried to meditate a couple more times. But after that, the habit was gone. Just like that, evaporated. I'm still kind of disappointed with myself for not having been able to reconnect to that habit after breaking my streak. But I'm trying to accept that that's just who I am. If you don't have the time or the energy to commit to building a practice in meditation that is regular and repetitive, I think that it's going to feel like a really uphill battle for you. And so let this be your permission slip from medium lady to you that if meditation is not for you right now, that if meditation does not feel like a good way to get in touch with your intuition, that is okay. That is okay. You do not have to meditate to get in touch with your intuition. You heard it from me. Now, meditation has benefits and it's very useful, but there are other ways to get in touch with your intuition. And that leads me to my second tip, which is a low effort way of getting in touch with your intuition. The low effort way that I get in touch with my intuition and that I would recommend if you are new to getting in touch with your intuition, if you are new to listening to that voice that tells you what feels good and what feels bad, if you are new to that, I really would recommend you consider a grounding practice. Grounding practice is something that cognitive behavioral therapy will use to interrupt a flow of negative thinking. When it comes to intuition, I recommend you use it to interrupt the flow of stimulus coming into your brain the flow of reactions that you're having to whatever is going on around you. A grounding practice essentially uses your five senses in a countdown pattern to get you in touch with the world around you. Therapists will traditionally use this method as a way to interrupt a panic attack, and it can be very useful for that. But I would also recommend that you try it if you need a quick moment to plug into your intuition, if you need a quick moment to disconnect from the stimulus and think about where am I? What am I doing? How am I feeling? What should we do next? So I'm going to walk you through this grounding practice. Okay, so your grounding practice is going to go like this. You're going to count down from five. Five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. I'll say it again. Five things you can see. So right now where I'm recording, I can see my microphone, I can see my laptop, I can see my notepad, I can see my pen, and I can see the candle that I lit for a bit of podcasting ambiance. Four things you can feel. Now I can feel the paper of my notepad, smooth. I can feel the cozy flannel of my track pants. I can feel my hair in its ponytail. 
and I can feel my breath on the palm of my hand. Three things you can hear. Now this one. By this point, you should be paying attention because hearing is a little bit harder than the first two. I can hear my partner's watch. I can hear the hum of our furnace. And if I listen very closely, I can hear my own breath. All right, we're almost there. Two things you can smell. Now this one can sometimes be hard depending on where you are, but again, because your mind is trying to solve the problem of the 54321, you have already disconnected from the stimulus around you. So two things you can smell. I can smell the candles that I lit and I can smell my perfume on the back of my wrist. And the last thing is one thing you can taste. Now sometimes there's nothing in reach to taste, but you might just think about what you last had to eat. Let's say you're driving your car and you're perhaps, you might even be chewing gum or drinking some water. For me, the thing that I can taste is the sparkling water that I have beside me to keep my throat from getting too dry while I talk to you. Low effort, intuition, five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. And you can see, you can probably already hear it in my voice. I've powered down a little bit. I'm grounded. I'm settled into where I am just by using my five senses. Now, after you do the grounding strategy, you're going to have to think about whatever was on your mind before you started. So perhaps that was a text message. Perhaps it was something that somebody asked you to do, your kids needed you. Perhaps it was a stressful email or something you were doing scrolling on your phone. You need to think back to the thing that was on your mind and then let your intuition speak to you. And it might say, I know what to text back. It might say, time to put your phone away. It might say, let's answer this email later and go for a walk now. And that's how you listen to your intuition with low effort. Now, last but not least is my favorite way of getting in touch with your intuition. And this is what I'm going to call the medium effort way. And that is the practice of journaling. I have been a journaler off and on probably my entire mm, maturing life. (laughs) I still have a very embarrassing journal that I used to write in when I was probably 11 years old. And there are no wisdom or nuggets of inspiration in that journal. But I think that there is something to be said for stream of consciousness, writing your ideas down, imagining their preservation in a way that can be referenced and referred to later. Right now, I'm really enjoying the practice of journaling with a cue or with a prompt. There are a lot of great journal prompts out there. Instagram is an absolute fountain of inspiration when it comes to finding journaling prompts. And that's kind of a good opportunity to get in touch with your intuition, to get in touch with how much you have to say or think on any one given topic. Journaling can be a really lovely way to engage your inner voice. And that's what your intuition really is. Engage your inner voice on a topic, on a subject, on a feeling, on an experience, on the past, on the future, on the present, on your goals and wishes, on your regrets. Journaling is a way of using your voice and a way of opening up the ideas and thoughts you might have had that you probably haven't considered or that you probably haven't spent a lot of time hanging out with. Journaling is a way of hanging out with yourself. And that's what intuition really is. It's a way of knowing yourself. It's a way of listening to yourself. It's a way of bringing your voice to life. When I am plugged into my intuition, I feel my best. I feel the most like myself. When I journal, 
I typically have no agenda, and that is very rare for me, if you know me. I am an Enneagram 3, I really like achievement, I really like getting things done, and journaling is one way where I kind of go in with low expectations. I kind of go in with a sense of play, and I do like a prompt to get me started, and I do like to kind of see how long I can write before my voice just kind of peters out. I do like reading what I've written. Now, that's not for everyone. Some people really cringe to read what they've written, but I have saved a few journals as an adult, and they have been very informative to me about what I was going through, what I was thinking, what I was feeling, and where I was maybe spending too much energy on the wrong things or lots of energy on the right things. One of the ways that I journal with a prompt is by reading a book alongside it. Currently, I'm reading and journaling alongside the book Share Your Stuff, I'll Go First by Lara Tremaine. I have also done this with the book The Sweet Spot by Christine Clark, and I've also done it with the book The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Those books are really useful as ways of reading a couple paragraphs and then diving into my journal and highlighting the parts that were useful to me or jumped out and writing my ideas how I related to them, and what they made me think about. When I journal with a book, it allows me to listen to what I think of the book and then spend a little bit of time on a passage or two before moving through the book too quickly. Not every book is great for this, but when you've hit the right book, you'll know. The right book to journal alongside can be a really enjoyable experience. And that's what I think is a medium effort way. Medium effort, because you have to have a journal. You have to have a pen or pencil. For me, I have to kind of have a book that's going to prompt me along the way. And you might want to take a bit of effort to go back and read what you've written and think about it. Listen to your intuition. Read your words. Listen to your voice in the past. And consider what your voice in the present is telling you. Think about how it might affect your future. That's flexing your intuition. That's what makes me feel the most like myself. So those are my three ways of getting in touch with your intuition. If you listened to my last episode and you thought, okay, I'm into it. I'm ready to get in touch with my intuition. How am I going to do that? You can go the high effort way and really pour yourself into building a practice of meditation. You can go the low effort way and use grounding techniques to take a quick step back from all of the stimulus in our lives. Or you can do the medium effort way and grab a book or journal prompt and write out your thoughts and ideas and get plugged into your voice. If you like the idea of quieting down and getting in touch with yourself and your thoughts and mindfulness. Let's call this section more please. I'm going to recommend to you an app. Yes, an app. And it's not Headspace, although I did allude to that before and I do think Headspace is a really great app. This app is called the Mindful Mamas app. Mindful Mamas has guided meditations specifically for mothers and parents. I don't think you have to be a mother or a parent to enjoy the app, but the content is very specific. It is a paid-for subscription, and personally, I find it worth every single penny. I started using this app about a year ago, and so far, I have really enjoyed so many of the guided meditations. It also has mantras. Recorded mantras are also a really great way, kind of like grounding techniques, to take a quick moment and change the path of your thoughts. Now, I am not affiliated with Mindful Mamas in any way. They have not paid me to do this. There is no sponsorship happening here, but it is just a really great app. And a lot of the content is very 
intuition building. It's all about the pause and checking in with you and where you are and what you're doing. And that might be 30 seconds. That might be 20 minutes. Personally, one of my favorite parts are the guided meditations around sleep. There are some really amazing sleep meditations. Uh, I don't know. Do you call it a meditation if it puts you to sleep? Anyway, I really love this app. I really love the voice of the woman who does the recordings. And I would really recommend it if you're a mother that you give it a try. If you have any questions about it, let me know. I would be happy to answer them. It can be found on the App Store on Apple, and it's the Mindful Mamas app. What do you think about your intuition, and how do you get in touch with your own intuition? I would love to connect with you. I can be found on Instagram at medium.lady. If you like this episode, if you like the ways that I suggested you get in touch with your intuition, thank you so much for listening. Please give this podcast a rating and review wherever you happen to be listening today. It would mean so much to me. In the meantime, I hope that you are able to find any way to connect with your intuition today. It doesn't matter how you do it. I am so grateful for your time today. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Bye.